online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed the first hour of today's show, by God, you missed a really good hour. We had uh, Paul Whittington on, our regular Monday guest. We had uh, our uh, good friend Paul Cornwall on, who is now back at Aiden Grifton as a head uh, football coach there. So uh, very excited about that. But I have an office full of beautiful women in my office right now. How about that is we have uh, the reigning Miss Noose, Gabby Smith, and then the director of the event, of the event Diane Howard, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, the event is coming up in, uh, gosh, in what, less than three weeks now. That's right. February 25th. February 25th. Where's it going to be held at, Miss Howard? Kinston High Performing Arts Center. That is awesome. How long? And let's go ahead and jump into this here. Uh, uh, like I said, if you missed the first hour, go to soundcloud.com, go to brianhanks.com. You can listen to uh, those full interviews there with uh, Paul Whittington and Paul Cornwell. But man, very rarely do I have uh, such class in my. Okay. Usually, you know, usually in here we're talking about football and basketball. And you, you guys want anything to drink? We're good. They're good. Okay. Uh, thank you, babe. That's the executive producer of the show right there, Linda Whittington, okay? But uh, very rarely do I have such class and dignity in here. Usually it's uh, football people and basketball people, but our good friend, mutual good friend, Clay Rain set this up, and I really appreciate you guys coming in. But how many years have you been involved with Miss News? I've been involved for 43 years. The what? Yes. So you started when you were two? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Reed Taylor, he started the program. Uh-huh. And... At that time, like I was involved with the fire department, and so we became a fundraiser for the fire department, and so that's when I became involved. So he had it one year before I started, and then he was real young, so he went away to college, and so when he went away to college, then I just kind of took over as the pageant chairperson. He would come home on the weekends to teach everything that they were going to do, and I did all the paperwork. And it's just worked out like that. We've kept it going. So we've just recently formed our own organization, and now we're the Miss New Scholarship Pageant Organization. And what we're doing with our money now is we're raising money for scholarship and putting the money back into the contestants, and they will be, like, earning the money, the proceeds for scholarship. That is awesome. Uh, 43 years. When you look back on that, I mean, that's got to, what are some of your, when you look back at 43 years of helping with this, or not helping, but running this, what stands out to you? Oh, wonderful girls like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's like you get, and I was telling, and if the thing about it is it's a repeat now, because I have like the mama's that were in the program, and their children are here now. And I was telling this little girl yesterday, it was like her aunt was in the program, and she was actually a winner. And I was telling her, I said, every time I look at you, I think about this cute little story about your aunt. And I had to tell her the story. Every year there's something. I want to hear this story. No, you, I can't tell it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's like we always, it's always, every year there's something that sticks out, and you always remember so. It's been fun. That is awesome. That voice, that's Diane Howard. And let's bring in here the reigning Miss Noose uh, 2022, Gabby Smith. You've had a year. 
now yes. to uh, and it, I got to tell you, well, you, I guess you couldn't have worn it uh, having the headphones on right now. But I was hoping you were going to wear your crown in. I have it with you. You have it with you. Very good. We will get a picture of that. That's what okay. we'll use for the thing. But uh, what has this year been like for you, uh, being uh, Miss News twenty twenty two? It's been very fast. Like it went by extremely fast. Um, but I met a lot of aunts and uncles that were firefighters along the way, and. It's just been very fun getting to do things in the community and outside of Kenton, kind of, and all the parades and stuff. It was fun. And especially the parades. That's something yes. I was going to ask you about in a little bit, too. But what are some of the events that you've appeared at as Miss Noose and represented this uh, program? Um, I've been in the Grifton Shad Festival Parade. Uh-huh. I was also there for their pageant to crown their new Shad Festival Queen, I believe. Um, then you had the Christmas parade in LaGrange and Kenton. And there were a few more that can't come to my head right now. Yeah. The barbecue oh, festival. The barbecue festival, yes, yeah. that was another one. Yes. Absolutely. When you were preparing a year ago, and uh, you didn't know if you were going to win or not, but you're preparing for it, what are some of the things that you remember the most from that? And what are what do you think led to you being named and being crowned uh, Miss News 2022? Honestly, I didn't expect it because really every practice i didn't want to wear my shoes um i asked could i take them off <laughs> uh i was late i i don't know i didn't expect it though but throughout the pageant meeting the girls and just having fun that was probably the best part of it that voice you're listening to is uh gabby smith she's a reigning miss news here in lenora county when uh when the announcement is made and you're the winner what What's going through your mind at that point? I was stuck. Like I started crying. They were like, Gabby, go. I was like, my fault. So I walked out. I was like, this can't be real. Because I wasn't expecting my name. Yeah. Like, I had in my head, oh, she won. I know she won. Yeah. And then they called my, my number, and I was like, mm-mm, this can't be real. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you go to school? Uh, all that where you, you know, high school, are you in college yet or are you, you're still in high school? Okay. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, why you decided to tell us that first, a little bit of your biography, a little bit of your background, but then, uh, uh, I lost my, my train of thought for my second question. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm a junior at Kinston high school. Um, I just turned 17. I also dance at moves dance studio, which kind of led me to miss news because most of the girls I dance with. Well, the older girls, they were participating in their pageant. And I was like, hmm, I want to do that when I get their age. Yeah. And once the applications came out, I was in it. That is awesome. Well, so was your skill, was it dancing? Is yes. that what your talent was? Yes. Well, what did you dance to? I danced to Arcade by Duncan Lawrence. Okay, well, very cool. I got to ask you, uh, and again, uh, like I said, we're uh, very blessed. We've got Gabby Smith, the Miss, uh, reigning Miss News with us. We've got the director of the event, Diane Howard. And uh, Diane... How has this changed? I mean, 40, it's not like you've been involved for 10 years and you've seen changes. 43 years now. I'm trying to think, what year would that be? Uh, 1983? It was 1980. Wow, the 1980. Yep, duh, 1980. That is crazy. How much has this event changed since 1980? Or has it changed? Is well, it still? a lot more participation. Okay. Really? And um, let's see, of course, you know, it's like, our big thing is the phones. 
you have to like really watch that. Used to, you never had to worry about anything like that. Oh, you're you talking know? about like cell phones. Cell with the kids, phones. Yeah. They love the cell phones, and so it's I have to be the bad person now and say, okay, when you walk in the door, we need to put the phones down. We're not going to do anything with the phones today. We're here to be together and learn about these people that we're with today, not about everything else that's going on. So it's like I would think that that's probably one of the hardest things that I've had to do. Like had to step up and take a phone away, you know. Dude, have but, you actually uh, walked up to a young lady oh, and yeah. taken their phone out of their hand? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many contestants do we have in this year's? Um, thirteen. From from all over Lenore County, yes. I guess. Um, yes, and um, our pageant it reaches out fifty mile radius. Oh wow! So we actually have someone from Comfort, mm-hmm. Snow Hill, and I think the rest of them are from like right around. Here we have, I think, six girls from South Lenore, four girls from North Lenore, Parrot Academy, Lenore County, early high school. Early high school, yeah. And in Kinston High. And Kinston High. Wow. That is amazing. That To have that diverse group of young ladies that are a part of this, it's got to be a lot of fun, isn't it, Gabby? It is. I see the new contestants and like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. There's really nothing to be nervous about. I mean, once you get on the stage, it's going to feel different, but you just have to live in the moment instead of, I'm going to mess up and all of that. What is the advice that that you've been given? And I know that, you know, young ladies have come up to you and said, okay, you're the defending. I mean, it would be the same thing in sports. I mean, you talk mm-hmm. to a defending champion. How did you win the championship? It's almost the same thing with you. Do, how many how many young ladies have come to you and asked you for that? And what is the advice that you've been giving them? I want to say about at least four contestants have yeah. asked me stuff. Um, I just tell them, I base it off of what I messed up last year. Yeah. So, like, for creative expression, slow down. Do not talk fast because I did. Yeah. Um, And then if they're doing talent, like, really feel the music. Like, if you're singing, dancing, or anything with music involved um and just have fun like create bonds as you're going along the way and don't just like oh i gotta focus on myself so that i can win just create bonds with all the other contestants tell me a little bit about the friendships that you have created uh, and being not just competing for it, which i know that's got to be that's got to be crazy i mean that's got to be you know that you know the the single focus of trying to you know to be the victor in it but also the relationships that you started, you you really do now have relationships that you wouldn't have had if you hadn't participated in this, right? Yes. So starting with the contestants, I was the only one from Kent's High. Okay. So I knew some of the girls from dancing and, like, cheerleading maybe, but I didn't know everybody. So now we still talk in our group chat t- to yeah. this day. Um, and we On their phones. Yeah, on our phones. <laughs> um, and we're all good friends. We might not talk every day, but. It's a bond there when we do talk. Um, with the firefighters, they're also nice. Like every, any event we go to and that they're at or when we're at the station, they're just all welcoming. And I wouldn't have – I don't think I would have known 50% of them if I didn't win the pageant or even participate in the pageant. That is so awesome. Again, joining us right now is the reigning Miss News, Gabby Smith. That's the voice you're listening to right now. And then uh, Diane Howard, uh, the director of the event. What? Okay, for a layman who, you know, I, I've heard of the Miss News. I've heard of uh, other pageants and other events, too. Where where does Miss News, how can I say, I'm, 
as compared like to the Miss America and the Miss North Carolina and uh, the other one that I, that is escaping right. my mind. Um, distinguished young woman. Distinguished young woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, where does news Miss? We Ms. do Newsom. not go. We don't go any further. Okay. This this program was really set out to train young women to get ready for distinguished young woman. Thank you. Okay. So that's how that's how we got started. It's like our age group is usually like 14 to 16. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're usually most of them are sophomores, but it's like we have had some freshmen to come in because they didn't want to compete with their best friend, this kind of thing, you know. And we've had some juniors that missed the cutoff date or something for when they were a sophomore. We've had some of that. But um, mostly it's sophomores that come in. And that this is a training ground for distinguished young women okay. or for the um, North Carolina pageants or whatever. That's kind of what this was set up for. That is awesome. Uh, what are the the facets of this event of this pageant? I mean, I know uh, talent is usually one. What 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 are the different things that the young ladies are? We have uh, interview. Okay. And the interview counts. She's doing great, by the way. Thirty <laughs> percent, probably. <laughs> and then we have the creative expression, and our creative expression this year is going to be a platform. They they've chosen a platform that they would like to represent in our community, and that counts 15%. Then we have talent, that's 40%, and gown, and that is 15%. So we have like a gown routine, and then we have like an individual walks type thing. So What is amazing about this, too, is here we are. We're still three weeks out from it, essentially, and yet the young ladies are practicing for it, they're preparing for it and all that. How long is this whole process, and how – in the future, I mean, obviously, you've already got your contestants for this year, but for you know, for parents that might be listening right now right. that would maybe want to get their uh, their child involved with this, how can they do that? Well, we start in well, I send out the applications October first. Wow! And so that's okay. when I send out everything. We only accept sixteen. Okay. Because it's like when you get over that, it just gets in too long of a show, whatever. So we accept 16. So November 1st is the deadline. But I always tell everybody you need to get them in because a lot of times we fill up in a week. So then we have our first meeting in December. And then we used to practice every Sunday afternoon, January and February. But we realized that these girls are young, and they learn easy. So now we have a work weekend, which we had this weekend. So that was Friday night, all day Saturday, and Sunday afternoon. So we learn all everything together. And then we will not go back until um, we'll go back the week of the pageant. We start on Sunday, and it will be every day or every night that we practice with that. This is a, I hope this is the Sorry. easiest question that I ask you, Gabby, but uh, what's your favorite part? When you were uh, getting ready, like uh, she said last year, and you're preparing for this, there had to be your probably your, and I'm going to ask you your least favorite part, but what was your favorite part of uh, the facets of the tenets of uh, the Miss News pageant? Um, I would say my favorite part would probably be learning the gown routine. Okay. What, Not, what is that? I don't know what a gown. The gown routine is when we all come out in our gowns and, like, do simple moves, like, with the gown and the heels on. And then after we finish the gown routine, that's when we do our individual walks by ourselves. Okay. Yes. 
Mm. It's beautiful. Is it? It's a tearjerker. Well, you know, Chris Rains has pretty much got me talked into going to it on the 25th, Good. right? As you should. I really <laughs> as you should. I would love for you to. I, I am looking for it. Well, I actually, for the first time, sponsored, you know, I sponsored his daughter, you know, this year. Did you right. see the little thing I put I at the bottom of it? I did. Did you see? I put uh, good luck to all the girls, but especially to uh, <laughs> to uh, to her. Jasmine. But uh, what is your, okay, that's your favorite part. What was your least favorite part of? Anything with heels. <laughs> Why anything, anything with heels. The thing was, the heels I was wearing for the pageant did not come in until dress rehearsal night. Like the night before the pageant. Uh-huh. So I was practicing the heels that I wasn't even going to walk in. Feet were slipping. I'm like, there's no point in me wearing heels if these aren't what I'm wearing. <laughs> so anything. Wait a minute, do you have to wear heels? Mm-hmm. You do have to yes, wear heels. Yes. That's in the, obviously in the gown part yes, of it, right? That's right. So my feet were hurting. I'm just like, I don't want to walk in heels. But I had to, and I end up winning gown, which is crazy. That is awesome. I uh, was, I can't believe I'm telling, I can't believe I'm saying this on the radio, but uh, several years ago, I was here in Kenton over at Fairfield. I participated in this fundraiser where I have, obviously, I'm a dude. I've never worn heels in my life. <laughs> and we had to do a mile in heels to raise money for something. I can't even remember. Maybe it was for safe or something like that. And uh, let me tell you, you want to talk about a new founder? And I'm, and I'm not yeah. saying this ironically or as a riff or anything. I'm saying this seriously. You want to talk about respect for <laughs> for ladies having to wear heels? First, I twisted my ankle. Oh, <laughs> Well, they gave me like the little, what do you call them, stiletto, I right. guess. You know, they didn't give me like big heels. I got the little mm. stiletto ones, which was a which was a mistake. So, Let's just say I have a newfound respect for uh, for a, a lady in heels. For a lady <laughs> in heels, that is absolutely <laughs> right about that. Uh, I tell you what, I've got to pay a bill here real quick, and then we'll get right back to this. I want to thank uh, our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to our good friends, uh, Dr. Dimitri Thomas, to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's jump right back into our big interview here. We've got the reigning Miss Noose 2022, Gabby Smith here. We've got uh, Diane Howard, uh, who uh, was minus six years old when she first started uh, with Miss <laughs> Noose pageant. But uh, I know sponsorships, and I, from talking to Clay and helping, you know, buy a sponsorship in your program this year, that's a that's a vital part of this process yes. too, isn't it? Yes, it is. We have a a large program book, and we sell ads, and plus we raise money just for scholarships. Some people just donate for the scholarship, and we have like a page for that. In in addition to selling the ads. So that's what pays for the program, and that's what the money, the proceeds, will go to the scholarship. And so. speaking of the scholarship, uh, how much is that? And, well, uh, we're really not sure yet. Yeah. It's like it depends all, on the sponsorship, I guess, That's exactly right? right. For right now, we already, we already have $6,000 in the scholarship fund wow. that we're going to give away. And um, we're hoping that it's a nice amount 
with all the ads that were sold and everything, we're hoping that we're going to give away a nice scholarships. And we have and the way we do that is like we have two winners in each category. So that's that's eight right there, eight gifts. Then we have a congeniality, which the contestants vote on that. We have a um, people's choice. And with the people's choice, we have the boxes set up. Of course, they can get it on the outside too. But the um, people just walk by and put money in the box to um, support them so that they will be the people's choice award winner. So we have that scholarship. And then first, second, and third, we have that and the winner. So it's kind of like it can be a lot of it can be a lot of different people, and each girl gets a hundred and fifty dollars scholarship. Okay. So. And they can use that towards. With school. Yes. Mm -hmm. It has to be with school yeah. when they go to college. So that's the only thing about whenever they're sophomores, like you're looking at that, you know, but. Yeah. But still, it's there, you know. It's they're not going to spend it. It's sitting right there, and so they can buy a book or computer stuff, you know, just things like that. Whatever they want to spend it on. How much did you win last year? Um, over four thousand dollars. Wow! Now I know you're only a junior, but you're midway through your junior uh, year at Kenston High. Now, have you decided where you're going to go to school and all that? I have not. Okay. I'm looking into schools, but. As far as deciding. Where, where are you leaning? Let me ask you, in a perfect world, Gabby, and you're like, uh, I want to go to this school, where would it be? UNC Chapel Hill. Oh, it was nice talking to you. You can go. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm a Virginia guy. I guess you, you saw that yeah. in the uh, in the in the green room in the man cave when you guys come in. But I, that, that's a very good school. What are you thinking about studying? Um, business administration and dance education. Okay. Are you a cheerleader? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I do the, yeah, I do the public address at uh, Kenston High okay. School, so you get to hear me yell and you know and screaming. And I'll when say. you guys come out, I try to turn the music down when mm -hmm. you guys come out. My mom said that she wanted me to tell you this. She loves when you announce the boys' names, especially Mir. She loves how you say his name. <laughs> well, thank she wanted you. Me to tell you tell well, you thank that. you. I appreciate. It. Tell your mom I, I said thank you. I will. Okay, I really appreciate that. But uh, well, I you know I heard her telling or saying that. You know, this is one step towards, you know, maybe entering other pageants. Have you thought about that, or is Miss New set for you? What do you What do you think? No, I am planning on doing DYW, Distinguished Young Women. Okay. And why is that? Just want to take the next step. Like, I mean, I won this, so why not use it for something else? More scholarship money. Right. <laughs> there you go. $4,000. I mean, that's a good first step. Yes. You know? And then there's, there's a lot more scholarship money at DYW, too. That's so, right. uh, yeah. Yep. When will you uh, be in the process of uh, starting that? I'm not sure next year. Like I, I'm not really sure when they do their applications. I think it's in the I think it's in the fall. Is it? Mm -hmm. And I apologize for so, not knowing. I probably should have looked that up before I had you in here. But I probably should too. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> well, they changed it all. I know that state. They just had the state program. I think their program is actually in September, and they start in the summer. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, and. Um, Addison Whaley, she was in Miss News. She was the first runner-up in Miss News, and she is the distinguished young woman now. Wow. So we've had a lot of them. That's awesome. Sure I'm helping so, you with your interview skills here, okay, Gabby? Yes. But but I'm, in all sincerity, what are some of the lessons that you learned from being in Miss News 
that you're going to apply when you uh, go with uh, when you uh, become a part of the DYW? Um, public speaking and like just talking, like never meeting a stranger. Yeah. Definitely, like I've learned that over the over this year because at first I'd be shy to myself, like. I don't know them. I don't really want to talk to them. Yeah. But um, I've definitely got comfortable with talking to anybody in any, like, anywhere. Well, you're talking to about 3,500 people right now, so uh, uh, you're doing great, okay? <laughs> An interview is a, part, a big part. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Did yeah. you say it was 30% of it? Uh-huh. That, that's a third of it. That's, that's right. crazy. How proud are you? I mean, I'm going to give you a chance to brag on the young lady sitting across from me right now, but sincerely. This year that she has been, and I guess for only a couple more weeks uh, as your She'll always news. be my Miss News. Okay. It's like, yes, it's like they're always my Miss News, yep. okay? They don't ever lose that title. She's just Miss News of 2023. 22. Uh, yeah. 22. 22, excuse 22. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what okay. stood out the most? I mean, obviously you're the director. You're not a judge okay. or anything like that. But what stood out the most to you when she was competing? And then even um, as this year as Miss News, what stood out to you about Gabby? Well, the thing that stood out to me last year with her was her talent. Oh, her talent is awesome. It's like, I can't wait for you to see it. Okay. She's, she's a wonderful. She will be performing on the twenty yes, fifth too. That's as, right. Yeah. She has two dances and well, she has three dance. Oh, she'll be on. She'll be on stage all night. <laughs> but yes. But what? Um, what's really? What I've really loved about it is watching her grow. Yeah. Because she's exactly right. When she came into the room, she wouldn't hardly speak to anybody, and she was kind of <laughs> like had her little head down. And you asked. Hey, her look something. at that smile you now. Asked you know? her something, and it was like, "Yes, ma'am." You know, and uh-huh. it's like. And now she walks into the room and she's like, hey, everybody. You know, it's like, it's just a big change. I love it. I know I, I kind of, I'll probably ask you round about this question, but just specifically, someone is listening to this, okay? Mm-hmm. Say there's a young lady listening to this or parents of a young lady. What advice would you give them if they're thinking about, you know what, I'd like to be part of the Miss News uh, program next year. You know, obviously it's too late for this year, but I would like to or have my children be a part of it tangibly what is the advice that you would give to them gabby um as far as uh, i mean just everything goes, yeah yeah don't think just do it like okay. don't hesitate just go ahead and get, once you get the application do it because they do fill up fast and then you won't regret it like whether you win or not you're gonna come out in the end like with bonds full of girls that you probably never would have talked to before and just the whole experience it's just fun I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, what would you? I'm sure you're asked quite a bit. You know, maybe a parent comes to you and says, "I'm thinking about, you know, I, I would like my daughter to be a part of this," and she wants. What is the advice that you would give them? Well, that's what I say. I always tell them it's like you need to do it. Okay. You need to get prepared. Some people are not cut out for pageants yeah, or whatever yeah. you know and i hate to even call it a pageant because it's well, it's really I remember not being yelled at it will not buy miss news it's definitely not a beauty pageant yeah. okay yeah. not saying that she's not beautiful yeah. oh she's but, gorgeous but yeah. what i'm saying is it's not a beauty pageant yeah. it's, they they don't look at that at all it's how you carry yourself and how you how you portray what you are you know that's what it's all about it's not like about beauty but yes i all i'm like you can see whether or not you do this pageant, and then you see whether or not that's you. Yeah. A lot of people are not cut out for that, you know. But it kind of, it's a it's a stepping stone, and not only that, it's something to do. Mm-hmm. It gets them out of the house. They meet new friends. They've got 
they've got a goal. They've got something to work to to make themselves better, you know. So, and just like with the interview, I mean, you have interviews all the time for other scholarships. Mm -hmm. So it's a stepping ground for that to kind of get them ready for the the real world. Mm -hmm. So. Well. You killed it this morning, Gabby. Thank you. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, do want, I do want to say one more thing. I don't know how much longer. Yeah, we've got a couple but, more minutes. Uh, yeah. But we want to discuss about the tickets because Please. we're oh, not they, sold out. Yeah, let, okay. let's set that okay. up. You said it's at the Kenson Performing Arts Center on February the 25th, I think at 7 p.m., right? That's exactly right. Tell us about tickets and, again, sponsorship okay. opportunities. I, I'm, okay. The Brian Hanks Show is a sponsor. If other people want to be sponsors, how can they do that? Well, it's like I've actually closed my program out, so oh, I really no. don't have okay. any more room for that. Okay. <laughs> but, of course, I could accept some more scholarship yeah. you know but um the tickets are available from any of the contestants okay. or they can you know get in touch with me at my cell phones 252 of course i don't have a pen That's okay. no 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 I'll, I'll type it in go ahead 252 okay. 559-0238 or good. any contestant the tickets are 15 dollars for general admission 20 dollars for reserve seats and twenty dollars at the door. Okay. And they will. We will be selling right up till we're sold out. We're probably about. Um, oh, I hate to say how many seats. We're on row S. I know that wow. for right now. Yeah. So we usually have about eight hundred people in attendance. God, you got up in front of eight hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it wasn't that scary because once the light hit. Yeah. Everybody's like gone, disappeared. Yeah. So all you see is like the two exit signs in the back. So it wasn't that scary. Unless you think, oh, my gosh, there's this many people watching me. I couldn't think that because of former dance recitals. And I know like, oh, I can't see their faces. They can only see me. See, I played sports, so I played in front of people growing mm-hmm. up. But I can't imagine at 16 and 17 years old. And, that's, I'm, and I say this with admiration. I can't imagine being 16, 17 years old. And getting up in front of, uh, and listen, Linda just said great interview. She just Thank sent you. me that. So, uh, and, and being as impressive as you are, young lady. Thank you. Congratulations again on last year. Have fun. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Final thoughts. Please come out and join us. You're going to miss it. You're not, if you're going to miss a good show, it's going to be great. Honestly, it's like they all look wonderful. And I want to throw this in that last, um, our former contestants from last year, mm-hmm. they come back and they're our dancers. Wow. So it's like we have some of them coming back also. And it's usually like a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. We try to keep to that. That's good. So, That's yeah. good. Well, listen, thank you so much, Diane okay. Howard. Thank you. Thank you. And Gabby, thank okay. you so much. Thank you. And I, I will be following you. I can tell you this. I will be following you the rest of the way now to see uh, what, what goes on with you and your life. And can't wait. I, I'll, I'll be pulling for you in DYW, okay? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Listen, let's, play, uh, let's get John and Jonathan in here and do the birthday game. We'll wrap up the show right after that. <laughs> Today is Monday, February the 6th in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's now time to play the birthday game. It's that game we play every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Brought to you by Jacques Passeleg and Goico Office Automation. But before we get into all that, my dear friends, John Dawson. Hello, John. Hello, John. And Jonathan Massey. Hey, Jonathan. I didn't even say say hello. I just said, you know, anyway. Sure you well, did. if I didn't say anything, you were just going to stare at me for Well, I wanted you to say fortnight. something, but not hello, Jonathan. You say a bloody fortnight? Yeah. Ooh, that means two weeks. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? Sure. Okay. How many years is four score and seven years ago? 87 years. Yeah. 
You learned something. When did you learn that? Oh, probably when I was in college? seventh grade. <laughs> probably when I was in sixth or seventh grade. I used to have it memorized. Four score and seven years ago. I don't remember now, though. Our forefathers uh, brought uh, upon this nation something I can't remember. Do you remember? Amen. God. Uh, how was your weekend, John Dawson? What would you do this weekend? Uh, we uh, got our first mixes back from the album, and we're going through those to say yay or nay. Found a place we want to go shoot our uh, some some band photos, and we're waiting to get permission to go inside the place. Okay, where's that at? I can't. I don't want to say. YMCA. It's a, a, a curves. <laughs> a curves. <laughs> He's trying not to smile. Yeah, dude, that's funny. You know that's funny. Okay. <laughs> See, he's smiling. We got the smile. I love it. I love it. I thought you were going to say it was like a, what are, I can't, I can't say, I saved you some editing, okay? Well, the previous episode had 9,000 edits, so we'll call it even. Well, there you go. I just saved you one because well, I was about to say something highly, highly uh, uh, un, untoward. Untoward. Yes, I like that. Dude, he's over here talking about Fortnites and you're talking about uh, untoward. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're classing up to join a little bit, John Dawson. Try. Yeah, there you go. Well, John, here's your chance to class it up just a little bit more, John Dawson. Why don't you tell – wait a minute. Found out what you did. What did you do this weekend, Jonathan Massey? I watched him. (laughs) (laughs) From a distance? Uh, Through through a scope? Through a rifle scope. (laughs) That's what I just (laughs) – yeah, yeah. But he's still here. Yeah, I didn't say I pulled the trigger, Brian. Oh, okay. He's just sighting it in. Oh, there you go. So, seriously, what did you do this weekend? What weekend is it? I don't know, man. Everything <laughs> blends together. It's the first weekend in February. Oh yeah, you know that. Started was, watching the Super Bowl pregame show. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a busy weekend for me, you know, with all the all the good weather and uh, great holiday traffic. Nothing. I didn't do anything. Oh okay. But it's because it's it's just a boring, lame weekend, which was actually great for me. Laid on the couch. Got Lay's potato chips all over my chest hairs. <laughs> Let the puppy dogs uh, eat them out of your chest hair. God, no, that's good eating. I keep that for myself. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, we get need hungry we, on the way to work. Just reach down and go. Uh, we need some classing up this joint, John Dawson. Why don't mm-hmm. you tell us about Guico Office Automation and Jacques Passleg? Jacques Passleg runs Guico Office Automation. If you have a business or you're thinking about starting a business, you should go see Jacques. No matter how good you think you're doing, if you go see Jacques, he can have you uh, making more money and having more free time and having better class of friends in no time. Back to you, Brian. Uh, no, let's kick it over to our good friend Jonathan Massey over there. Who? Or How do you get these better class of friends? <laughs> you make more money, you start hanging out with richer people. That is true. But that doesn't mean they're a better class of friends. I'm so glad I spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I was just interested on how to do it. Jonathan um, Massey. You, <laughs> Jonathan Massey, you have uh, Jacques Passelig's cell phone number. What is that number? It's 252. 252. 525. 525. Wait, what? <laughs> I was about to give out Brian's phone number. It's 252. Two five two two eight six two eight six five three five three five four five four. 5354 And the website? GoEcoNC.com or what is GoEco.com? There you go. Okay, why don't we jump? You ready to jump into today's game over there, John Dawson? Head first. There you go. He's never going to give you up. He's oh, never going to let geez. you down. It's 
Rick Astley. Rick Astley, which, by the way, dude, apparently is a great funeral song. If you watch Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Can you sing along to this, John Dawson? No, I can't. <laughs> Did you know the words? No, I don't. <laughs> Here we go. Chorus. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. <laughs> He's got a dance over here to it. Well, you know. <laughs> I think we now know what he did this weekend. Yes, we do. <laughs> okay, Rick Astley, today is his birthday. What a cool little song, though, dude. I've never, I've never, it's never bothered me. And I saw him in an interview about a year ago and I actually like him. He's got the, the proper attitude about it. Well, well how he was ca- he? Well, he just, he he made a lot of money on this. He held on to his publishing, had a kid or two, and decided, you know what, I got plenty of money. I'm going to raise my kids. But when he goes on tour, he has no problem, obviously, cranking it up. He put yeah. a new album out that got good reviews. Well, what I like Level headed guy. He got, oh. his, he got his money and knew how to act. I like it. I like it. Uh, what do you think about it, Jonathan Massey? I have no problem with it, obviously. Yeah. As you were dancing along to it. I love it, Jonathan. It's, it's like a, it's a pure <clears throat> pop song, like uh, Happy or Crazy. It's just kind of a not pretending to be anything but a good pop song. Sold a lot of albums. And even to this day, when did this come out? This had to have come out in the 90s. I thought it was 88 or 9. Let me, uh, let me Google that, man. And it's rolled a bunch of people. It has rolled. Never going to give you. I just did never going to, and it came up. That's awesome. Let's see what year this came up. Okay, never it's, going it's what a lot of people. They call it Rick Rolled. When you think you're about to watch a, a, a serious video or something. And they then, pop and him then, in there. Okay. And then this just pops up. How about this? 1987. There you go. I had no idea. And what I like about it, he looks like he's got a voice like this. He sounds like that frog in the, in the Bugs Bunny. Hello, my baby. Hello, my. You know. <laughs> well, didn't you one time say uh, he, Noah Clark reminded you of him? Because Noah's got that deep voice, that deep, you know, but he looks like he has a little squeaky voice. I thought you were the one that said that the first one. I said his voice reminded me of Barry White. I never said he reminded me of Rick Astley or the the okay. uh, the uh, Looney Tunes frog. <laughs> Looney Tunes frog. He's got a deep it's, voice like Barry White. It's the Warner Brothers frog, by the way. What did he say? Looney, Looney Tunes. Tunes. That's the Looney yeah, Tunes cartoon Looney series. Tunes, I don't remember being on the cartoons. I remember, I remember being from the like the Warner Brothers like stock footage. No, it was like before car- shows and everything. It was a cartoon. It was a construction worker found him and he would sing, and then the construction worker tried to show it to people, and he would never do it. It's, he would do only- you know his name? You should know. I would think hey, you they would never know this. gave him a name. They did. Yes, they did. When I say it, you're going to during know. the cartoon. They never said, "Hey, what? Ralph." Why do I feel like it's like Chester or something like that? In the no. credits, he may have had a name. It's Michigan J. Frog. Okay. And hold on. We're plugged in here. Let's. Come on. Come on. Cooperate here. Come on, technology. It's a little frog looking over the edge of a box. It's only 35 seconds, so. Hey, 
you lose me, then you'll be left alone. Oh, baby, telephone and tell me I'm your own. Music, and the beauty. The music was very important to those cartoons <coughs> when you're not watching them. <laughs> it really well, was. Andy Griffith showed the music is important. You know, the, <coughs> the jokes don't work if it's not there. You're absolutely right. So, uh, we're not asking about Michigan J. Frog. We're asking about Rick Astley, John Dawson. How old is he today? Sixty-two. You say sixty-two. What about you, Jonathan Massey? Sixty-three. He was born February the 6th in the year of our Lord, 1966. So he's only 57 today, John Dawson. There you go. There you go. You take the first one. Doggone it. I wanted to have the music ready for this. Okay. Uh, He's the lead singer of this band. And, man, you want to talk about songs. And this is my favorite song, so this is what I'm playing, by God. Axl Rose. Yep. The song... November Rain. What an awesome song, man. You're not a fan? I'm not going to participate in this conversation. (laughs) Why not? You always give me grief when I talk about this song. Dude, I love this song. This is in my top ten favorite songs of all time. It definitely is, man. All 20 of them. (laughs) There's probably 30 songs in my top ten favorite songs, but, man, I love (laughs) You quit making a list. Yeah, when it was up to, like, 12. So, uh, and I don't think this one was in. Maybe it was in it. Anyway, this is November Rain. (laughs) Why don't you like November Rain? It's it's fun. It's, you know, I don't mind it. You knew it after two notes, though. Yeah. Also, if you showed me a bullet wound, I'd know immediately what that was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good way to put it. Okay. Uh, he was born William Bruce Rose Jr. But they call him? Axel. Axel Rose. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you get to go first. How old today is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses? When I 60. To your eyes, I can feel the love with Spain. I tried. <laughs> Do I sound like him? I sound like him, right? Yes. When I hold <laughs> yes, you, you do. <laughs> but you're shaking your head no. What'd you say, Mason? You sound like him if a ventriloquist with laryngitis was operating him. That's kind of mean. And we both know. I want to play this whole song, but I don't think I can it's because seven minutes it's, long. No, it's longer than that, dude. It's not. Uh, it's right at nine minutes. And I got another musical hint coming up Usually you start this. wetting yourself if a song goes over three minutes. Not if it's November Rain oh, by Guns N' Roses. No, then the song wets him. Because oh. it's about rain. Ah! Um, uh, whose turn? It's, it's your turn. Mine, uh, 60, 64. You say 64. What about you over there, Dizzle? 63. He was born William Bruce Rose Jr., and he was born on this day, February the 6th, in the year of the Lord, 1962. He's 61 years old today. Congratulations, John Dawson. You're now up two to nothing. Oh, now you remember what happened yesterday. Jonathan Massey was up two to nothing. You stormed back. Not yesterday. I'm sorry. Friday. Wait a minute. Oh. When the show's over, you can listen to the whole album. I know, but I want folks to hear this. They've heard it. No, they haven't. What about the kids that listen to this show? Kids don't listen to this show. 
kids do listen to the show. Our then, key demographic is 25 to 44. What 25-year-old to 44-year-old has not heard this song 30 times? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who calls them kids? Those are adults. Well, they can rent a car. <laughs> On your own. <laughs> oh, everybody needs some time. And for anybody that doesn't On like Guns N' Roses, they're loving this segment. Because <laughs> I'm ruining it. <laughs> no, well, if they don't like Guns N' Roses. Okay, well, by golly, I'll find another song. God. Well, I got to find uh, this next artist. Yeah. Who got you got it? So you're up two to nothing. Yes. Okay. When even friends seem out to harm you. This is a dead person. Oh shoot! I did the wrong. Uh, <laughs> disregard this song. <laughs> that's Mr. Bob Dylan. But that's not who we're doing. <laughs> I did the wrong Bob. And there is no place I'm going to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a total accident. This is the real Bob. The Bob Wheels? Who is it? You'll know here in a second. I promise you'll know here in a moment. Old pirates, yes, they rob I. Sold I to the merchant ships. Minutes after they took I from the bottom. I am surprised. Not really your genre music though, so and was made strong by the end of the Almighty. Oh Bob Marley. Both of you, yeah, Bob Marley. Yeah. When that little Which what song should I have done? We used to we covered Redemption Song once or twice when we started out. This is Redemption Song. I don't remember it being that's the reason I chose this. Yeah. There you go. Anyway. How about a redemption song there? Mm. He said it right there. How about I do, uh, and I know the he, this is his cover, but. <laughs> he did it first. Bob Marley did. I, shot the, I thought Clapton did it first. He covered it. Clapton did the cover. This is the original. Did you know that? Just said, I did not know that. Yes. Well, how about that? This is a, a lot of Clapton songs are covers. Buffalo Soldier. He did Buffalo Soldier. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Can we play that? I don't care. <coughs> Look at John over here playing it. Bob Marley, I've never, I'm positive I've never asked you about Bob Marley before. Oh, I like him. You know, he, uh, I like a lot of the records he made before he left Jamaica. When he got out of there, he kind of started getting political and whatnot, but those early records are really fun to listen to. Okay. Bob Marley, how old would he be if he were, he died in 1981? I didn't realize that. I think. Oh, man. Uh, well, how old would he be if he were still alive today, John Dawson? You're up two to nothing. You could clinch today right here. What about you, dude? I always ask him, but Bob Marley. I like Bob say. Marley. I, I like him. I mean, I I wasn't like a huge fan or anything. You didn't have like Bob Marley t-shirts and do your hair and... A lot of people that had the that t-shirt have never bought one of his albums. Not that I can, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I went to school with a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll say Green County kids wore Bob Marley t-shirts? Well, Wilmington. Oh, when you're in Wilmington, okay. What do you say? 85. You say 85. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? How old would Bob Marley be if he were still alive today? I don't. Did he even make it to 40? I'm going to say 84. What would you say? 85. He was born February 6, 1945. Gentlemen, he would only be 78. So he didn't make it to 40. No. He lived to... Uh, 37? 36. 36. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't either. So there you go. Sad. It is sad. You know, we've probably heard his son's music more than any more than Who's any of son? his. Ziggy. Ziggy. Ziggy Marley. He did that. What was that? Um, They used to play it at Granger all the time. It would, it would be playing before you got there to do games. I don't even. I remember the opening line of it was uh, out in the streets. They call it murder. Jam rock. It was jam rock. That was the name of it. Is that it? Yep. This is one you don't like. Yeah, well, it says it's got explicit on it. So I'm going to do you a favor there, John <laughs> Dawson. Save you something to have to uh, delete there. How but it was, it's still, it was still one of his songs. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, well he's I had say- about 59. <laughs> <laughs> is it true that you are the son of Bob Marley, John yes. Dawson? Yes. Buffalo Soldier. That's why we used to cover Redemption Song. <laughs> there you go. Okay, it's two to one. It goes back to you, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> Another dead person. He was the 40th president of these here United States of America. It's, do the math. I want to see you come up with this, John Do- Jonathan Massey. Ronald Reagan. Ding, ding, ding. Ronald Reagan. He passed away in 2004. So how old would Ronald Reagan be if he were alive today? Jonathan? Ronnie Football. No one You've ever, never seen No one the- ever called him that. Look, Google Ronnie football. Oh, dear God. It, it was the famous, like, uh, Joe Montana or maybe Joe Namath pose, but they superimposed uh, Ronald Reagan onto it in a full suit looking like a quarterback. I, I don't – it's an old – I'll show you. Okay. It's funny. Ronald Reagan, how old would he be if he were still alive today there, Jonathan Massey? He died, like I said, in 2004, so he died 19 years. I can't believe he's been gone that long, dude. I thought it had been longer. Oh, really? I thought it was less. Cause remember, remember, the funeral had, took a week. Yeah. Well, remember, he had uh, uh, dementia. dementia. and But he had that for, I thought, for a lot. If you'd have it asked me. It came out later he was having the outer edges of it during his second term. Yeah, not so sure the president we have in office right now. Is uh, yeah, that, but, probably got a good point uh, there. Right, let's just keep that to ourselves, okay? <laughs> uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, how old would Ronnie Reagan, Ronald Reagan, be if he were still alive today? Uh, 106. You say 106. What about you, Dizzle? 109. You could have kept going. Good job. He was born February 6, 1911. So he would be 112 today mm. if he were still alive today. And how about that, John Dawson? You've already clinched today, dude. Mm. So he was, what, 80? No, no 90, he was uh, 93 when he passed, yeah. But he had been out of circulation telling for 10 years, probably. I remember he wrote a letter to the American people when he was about to go into full dementia, and that was his little goodbye. I can't remember how many years that was before he died. but Yeah, I'm going to get a little... Whatever, not for Clemp. That's not the word I'm looking for. But just a little, just say what you want to about Nancy Reagan. There was a lot of things said about Nancy Reagan through the years. But 
everything I have read. She wa- she waited on him hand and foot in those eight to ten years that mm-hmm. that he that was full blown dementia and uh, and just I mean she he was her only thing that she took care of him. I mean she everything just took care of all his needs and everything. Right. For I mean that that's that's awesome. For yep. The last eight to ten years of uh, his life and anyway. Uh, very very sad, but uh, yeah, you've clinched the day. That's not sad, John Dawson. No, <laughs> you you've already won three to one. Man, you want to talk about going down a rabbit hole? I read the whole Wikipedia entry on this next birthday. He's also passed away. I, all I have to say, and I want to arguably the greatest baseball player of all time. Uh, Hank Aaron. Who would you say, John Dawson? You gonna say Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth. Arguably the greatest baseball player of all time. I mean, the things he did, and I, I read the Wikipedia entry. It literally took me 45 minutes to read it. I'm not joking. It is so long. It just went through every year <laughs> of his career. And um, There's a um, – <clears throat> if you go to Newburn, there's a house that Babe Ruth used to stay down when he would come down during the off season and go duck hunting. Mm-hmm. And we did this uh, – what are those – we did some tour of Newburn, riding tour of Newburn, and they they talked about that for about five minutes. And there's a there's a picture in the house of Babe Ruth with whatever family. It was a prominent family in the area. But he'd come down here every off season and go duck hunting for like a week. Wow. He was uh, man. He was Dennis Rodman before Dennis Rodman. Well, okay. I, re- I saw in some doc. I guess it was the Ken Burns thing. He came up so poor and had nothing when he finally got money. Yeah. He said his his appetites for everything. And we're going to leave it at that. We're insatiable. <laughs> and they said if he had food, he would just be eaten with two hands. He's just, you know. And beverages and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, he died in 1948. Here's what. Uh, he wasn't the smartest guy in the world. I mean, he was a great athlete, but he, again, wasn't the smartest guy in the world. Did you? He died of cancer. They never told him he had cancer. He didn't realize he had cancer until, like, the last month of his life. He knew he was sickly, and he went to the hospital for stuff. But he... Here, talk about trivia for you. He was one of the very first, they say, like, first 100 patients ever to get chemotherapy. That hmm. uh, mm-hmm. When they discovered that, I guess, in the, like, right after World War II, they needed some people to try it on, and his people let him, and they and he bounced back from it a little bit, hmm. from the cancer that he had. And that's when they realized, wait a minute, they just needed to fine-tune it or whatever hmm. or make it better. But he was one of the first patients ever that got chemotherapy. How about that? I did not know that. I didn't either until I read that. But uh, George Herman Ruth Jr., the babe. Babe Ruth. Uh, Dawson, it's you. Uh, how old would he be if he were still alive today? What year did he die? I'm 19, sorry. That's all right. 1948. Mm. Which was... Hey, I'm going to get Linda to bring me some water. you want anything? That was, what, 75 years ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm good, thank you. Um, and I, I think there's a, a famous picture. I can't remember if it was Lou Gehrig or Mickey Mantle died not long before Babe Ruth did, but he was... There's a picture of him paying his respects at their open casket. Mm. Wow. Well, like I said... I went down this long, long road. 
And I literally, I, just reading his Wikipedia entry is like reading a small book. It felt like it took me 45 minutes to read the whole thing, and it was good. It was very inclusive, included all his. He, you talk about somebody who had ups and downs. You know, I mean, we look back on now, you know, his 700 and some home run, what, 703 home runs, whatever it was, and all this. He had some bad seasons in the middle of that big run that uh, he played with the Yankees. They would have been in the what, late 20s because the early 20s he was oh, yeah. hot. Oh, absolutely. But it was. Uh, but he had seasons where he would come in 60 pounds overweight. And uh, there was one season where he passed out uh, and they thought he was dead. In fact, a British newspaper announced that Babe Ruth was dead. And... <laughs> You know what he used to hydrate during the game? No. Beer. No, that doesn't uh, surprise me, though. But he, uh, man, heck, like I said, he was Dennis Rodman before Dennis Rodman. He was suspended from the, I didn't know this, I and mean, I thought I knew everything about sports. He was suspended <laughs> by the Yankees by Major League Baseball like a dozen times in his career for different things like dr- drinking in the dugout and passing out while he was you know in the outfield because he was dehydrated from drinking and just all at one time i mean it just different things like you said i'm, I'm trying to keep it so mm-hmm. you don't have to edit a whole lot but found one time in the company of uh, people that he shouldn't have been found in the company of and uh, major league baseball suspended him there it just it was crazy i mean he he really was you know we see this so sanitized version of him now that you know but man, he he was a he was the bad boy of sports back in the twenties and thirties. He really was. Like I say, he came up poor, and yep. when he got money, went crazy. There you go, uh, Babe Ruth. How old would he be, John Dawson, if he were alive today? One thirty-seven. You say one thirty-seven. What about you, uh, Mizzle? That surprised me. Um, I'm gonna say one thirty-six. My official guess is one twenty-six. He was born February 6th, 1895, so he'd be 128 today. So, uh, who got that? I did. You did. Uh, It doesn't matter, though, because John Dawson already wrapped up the day. Three to two. Uh, uh, Listen, local birthday. Happy birthday to a guy that I've worked with up in the uh, Granger Stadium press box for a couple of years. Uh, He went to Spain this past year for a while. Uh, he's a student at ECU now. He was an all he was an academic All American for Lenore Community College baseball, but uh, Jackson Pass. Do you know him? Nope. I didn't know if you'd met him in your travels. Uh, great guy, great guy. But today is his birthday, so happy birthday, Jackson! And if your birthday is today on February the sixth, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. And not only that, will we see you tomorrow with that? We will have Jacques Passeleg on. He is uh, the owner of Goeco, as you know. He will be our big interview in our second hour tomorrow with Don Trez Styles and Tuesdays with Trez and Richard Clark in the first hour. But how about this show, man? Really, really, really enjoyed uh, having here in our second hour Gabby Smith. Uh, who uh, is the uh, defending champion of the Miss News uh, program. You like that? Uh, She was awesome, man. Just uh, got to go out and spend a couple minutes with uh, her and Diane Howard from the Miss News pageant. They are just uh, amazing people. Really enjoyed them coming into the show today. Also appreciate Paul Cornwell back at Aiden Grifton and the great Paul Whittington for joining us in the first hour. Man, what a show. Like I said, tomorrow, Richard Clark, Dontres Styles, Jacques Passelec tomorrow, Wednesday, Junior Smith third, George Whitfield. We've got a whole week of shows for you. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us here for today's show. We will see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.